Hello, welcome back to the She's Plant-Based podcast. If you are new here, my name is Autumn. I'm an LA-based holistic health coach here to teach you all about health and wellness. I hope you're doing well today. I'm going to start off the episode with a short mini life update. I feel like I'm a pretty open person about my journey and experiences, things that I've gone through, but I want to be open about where I'm at right now and what's currently going on in my life. So as you can tell from today's title, I'm going to be talking about acne and how to get clear, glowy, healthy skin. But before we go into that, I'm just going to go over some highs and lows, um, what's currently going on in my life. So I feel like some highs have been work, things have just been flowing and working a lot better than it did. If you listen to previous episodes, I just mentioned a little bit about work and how it was a major stressor in my life. I felt really lost and confused. I wasn't sure what direction I wanted to go down, what my next move and step was. And that can be really scary, especially as an entrepreneur. There's so many different avenues that you can go down. So it was a really stressful time, but I kind of just figured out next steps. So it's felt really good. And of course, work is going to be a stressor to an extent, but it's not consuming my life. I'm not thinking about it all the time, if that makes sense. Um, Alex and I have been making it a point to do more fun date nights. If you don't know, Alex is my boyfriend. We've been super comfy in our relationship. We actually, like our one year of meeting is coming up the end of January, which is so exciting. I can't believe it's only been a year. It feels like I have been dating him for so much longer. Um, But we've been super comfy in our relationship. I think that there hits a certain point when you are in the relationship and you watch a lot of TV and it gets super comfy and, you know, date nights aren't happening as much. And I think both of us, we have been taking work so much more seriously since being in our relationship. We've really pushed and motivated each other. So... Yeah, and we also live a block away, so it's really easy for us to just see each other casually versus, like, making it a point to go on a date. So there's so many different factors and reasons why, like, we've become comfy in the relationship and, you know, I don't feel bad for it. I know it's really natural and normal, but this is just meant, okay, we need to, like, write things down that we want to do that sound really fun, and then we're going to go and do that. So... The other week we went ice skating, we've been trying new food spots, we've been doing double dates. Usually like I'm the one that's doing a lot of the cooking, but we've been doing like cooking nights together and we've been cooking together, which has been really fun. Um, Spending more time in nature. The other day we went down to the bluffs down in Santa Monica, like Palisades Park, and it is just such a gorgeous view and we had like... um, a blanket down and we brought a lunch like a little picnic vibe we brought some books and we just read he's super into Wim Hof I feel like that's such like a bro thing <laughs> like all like the wellness bros freaking are like Wim Hof diehards like especially a lot of the guys in LA who are into wellness are obsessed with Wim Hof so don't get me wrong I love Wim Hof but we did um like a Wim Hof breath work we did a meditation and 
it was just really nice. It's been so fun. We've been switching things up and um, yeah, when, when we're busy, like we've been keeping our time apart and when we come together, we try to do something. Another high is I feel like life has slowed down a lot and I know a lot of people relate to this. I don't think it matters where you live, even though I live in LA and we don't get like a real winter, even though it's been downpouring the past three weeks consistently, which is very new to us. Um, if you've seen on the news, there's just been crazy floods. Luckily in LA, we're fine, but like Ventura, um, there's parts of it that's being flooded. Um, I know some people who live in the valley and like their area is being flooded. Where I live, like we're way above sea level and I don't know if that has anything to do with it, but we're not super close to like the surface. So I feel like a lot of the water doesn't get trapped, whereas the valley, like the water just goes like in from the mountains. Um, and same with Ventura, like the area that's flooding is like near like a river and like now the river is over flooding. Anyways, it's just been a big mess. But I feel like this time of year is just a little bit slower. It's gets chillier. Um, it's not as fun to be outside. Like I, if I'm outside, I'm going to the beach, I'm laying out and I just can't do that now. Um, plus it's dark by 5 p.m. Um, so the last thing that I want to do is leave. So it's been a lot of just slow time and things have been slower. It's a time to turn inward. It's very introspective and like cozy, cozy vibes. I've been living in sweats and I've been reading. I don't know. It's just been really nice. It's a different change of pace. And I used to feel really guilty for things being slow, but I've been really making the best of it. Like the older I get, the more I appreciate just time inside and slowing down, not having to like be at a place and get ready and go out and all this stuff. And of course I do that from time to time. My friends and I, we do dinners and I go to dinners with my boyfriend, but like it's not anything consistent. I feel like summers when that stuff is really popping off and my friends and I, we've been like cooking at home and doing vision boards and just wholesome indoor activities. And then a final high is I'm working with Aloe in 437. This is just a dream. I've worked Aloe with Aloe before in the past. I'm part of their Mindful Masters, and the workshop is actually tonight. So if you want to join and you're listening to this in time, um, you can definitely sign up. It's free. Um, I think that it's linked on their website. Like my, You would just have to search like Aloe Mindful Masters, and then my name is on the list for tonight. And we're going to be doing some manifestation stuff. And then 437, I'm a part of the reset program. This is new. Um, I'm really excited. It's next Monday, January 16th, and I'll be hosting a workshop on feminine energy and talking about, you know, the feminine and how to tap more into your feminine and what that even means and all of that good stuff. So I'm excited for... 437 though it does cost money like you have to be part of the reset program so I'm not super sure of like the details you would have to DM them if you wanted to join but just some lows one that has been I feel like just a constant theme in my life is I have nightmares a lot and it's been like this for years and so I'm like what is my subconscious trying to tell me like I need to do some dream analysis and I've seen someone to help me 
with my dreams and doing like dream interpretation, but it was honestly just expensive. But I've tried meditations at night, hypnotherapy, journaling, scripting, like really just trying to reprogram my subconscious and it just doesn't seem to work. And so I've started reading this book called The Power of Your Subconscious by Joseph Murphy. I know it's a really big book, so I am curious to learn more and see if he has any tips and insight on ways to just reprogram the subconscious. I feel like I've done a ton of research on this topic. I geek out on it. And, you know, I was a psych major, so it's something that we even studied in college. But I don't know, if you have any insight on this, even like maybe books about dreams and how to manipulate your dreams and all that stuff. I know lucid dreaming is a thing. I don't know why, but that just really freaks me out. Like, I don't like the fact that you can control your dreams and like you're in this unconscious but conscious state. I don't know. It just seems really weird to me. I know my boyfriend has tried doing lucid dreaming. I have friends who have tried it and it just freaks me out. It just seems weird. Like, when I'm asleep, I want to be asleep and I don't want to, like, manipulate anything (laughs) consciously. (laughs) I want to do it before I go to bed or, like, listen to a meditation. Um, But another, another low is finding balance. I think that, I don't know, I feel like this is an interesting topic. Do we ever find true balance? Is every area in our life truly balanced? Like, what does that even mean? I feel like no matter what, we're prioritizing certain things and we're not making other things a priority. Like, I think that it can be super challenging to make sure that every little thing is getting the right amount of attention. And as an entrepreneur, there is a lot of work and I know it can seem glamorous or I know sometimes with social media, people are like, oh, the job looks so easy. Um, and just like depending on who it is, like there's a lot going on behind the scenes. I'm also running a health coaching business. I do everything on my own and this isn't a complaint. I'm very, very grateful and I love my job and that's why I show up every day because I love it. Like even though it can, you know, at times it can just be difficult balancing everything. Like it's not an energy drainer. Like, it gives me energy, but sometimes I'm like, I don't have enough time to finish all of this stuff, and I guess that's just the reality of entrepreneurship. Like, there's always going to be things to work on, so I don't know. I think right now I'm at a place where I need to offload some of my work, and I don't know how to ask for help. I've been getting better at it. I do have a team of people who help me with a lot of, like, my coaching stuff now, and I work with, like, a sales team, and I have a manager, and, like, that's been incredible but I think that I just need to keep expanding and it's been like baby steps I hired an intern and not busy my people and like now I'm like slowly moving towards asking for more help so that's just something that I'm working through right now all right let's get into today's topic skin skincare we love her let's talk about the skin and This topic has been highly requested, so I'm super excited to be sharing my insight, what I've learned, Um, but I do have to know I'm not a skin expert or dermatologist, um, nor do I think that I am. I know that 
dermatologists and estheticians have done schooling and they know so much more than me and I really appreciate all of their insight and their education so I don't want you to think that I'm dismissing these people and I um, don't appreciate what they do. I do. Um, but I'm just talking about my journey and, and what I've learned and what has really, really helped me. So let me kind of just go from the beginning. I have struggled with acne since middle school. Acne runs in my family. It definitely is a genetic thing. My grandpa had terrible, terrible acne, my mom said. Like, he would have craters in his face. Luckily, my acne was never that bad, but that gene runs in the family, and body acne runs in the family, not just, like, face acne. Um, so that was a really challenging thing for me. When I started hitting puberty, I started getting acne, and it was embarrassing. Yes, I would get, like, pimples and breakouts on my face. I would say the breakouts on my face are generally pretty normal. Like, I was never that person that had acne everywhere. I would get, like, spots of acne, but nothing super crazy. And, of course, I just deal with, like, blackheads on my nose and on my chin um, and all that stuff. But I would say the base of it, like, the core of my acne that I struggled with um, continuously is my chest and my back, mainly my back. And that's obviously super embarrassing and living in an area that is typically sunny all the time. You know, you wanna expose your arms and your back. And I felt like I really had to cover that up a lot as a kid. Like I was getting body acne in high school. And I remember I would put makeup on it. I was on the cheer team and I remember that my back would be exposed. So I would put makeup on my back acne because I didn't want people to make fun of me. Like I was so embarrassed. Like anytime I went to the beach, my hair was always covering my back. Like I would never tan my back. And so it really, really affected me. And because of that, I really tried everything. I have seen so many dermatologists. I have tried every topical treatment and pill, including Accutane, which is something that I want to dive into in just a sec. Um, I've tried so many drugstore products. I have really feel like I've tried it all when it comes to skincare. And the biggest thing that I've learned is beauty, health, and glowing skin starts from within. Your lifestyle, diet, the way that you speak to yourself, your environment, all impacts your health. It's going to impact your skin. So acne appears to show you that there's an imbalance. So many people, what they typically do is they buy a product or they take a pill to mask the issue. If you truly want to heal your skin, you have to get to the root issue. This is not to say products do not help. They definitely do. The quality of your products matter. However, the core of it is some sort of imbalance and you have to figure out what is going on. So let me go into why I'm against Accutane. For those who don't know, Accutane was actually taken off the market in 
2009 and then obviously it's now back on the market because people can take it but it can cause birth defects so if you're on it you have to take a pregnancy test I remember initially taking a pregnancy test I was like 14 15 when I went on it so I don't remember too much I don't remember if they make you take a monthly pregnancy test or it's just that one time and since I wasn't sexually active I was still a virgin at that time I don't think that they made me take pregnancy tests monthly and I don't ever remember them pushing the pill but I've heard that some people have had to be on the pill and Accutane at the same time but you know don't quote me on the exact details about the pregnancy test and the pill but I know that it does cause birth defects so that's why they make you take the pregnancy test initially um and like I said, I was a virgin at the time and they still made me take the pregnancy test. Like that was just kind of a red flag to me. I'm like, damn, it's that dangerous that I have to take this even though I'm a virgin. Um, some side effects like increased sensitivity to the sun. So you have to make sure you're wearing a lot of sunscreen. Your skin could burn. It gets really red and dry and flaky. Um, joint and muscle pain, headaches, thinning hair, elevated cholesterol um it affects your liver so you're not supposed to be drinking while you're on accutane risk of depression including suicide and there's a possible link to inflammatory bowel disease and i don't know about you but just going through that list it doesn't sit well with me like that just doesn't sound right that you're going to be risking all of that to help heal your acne and i get it like i get that accutane is a last resort and I don't wish acne on my worst enemy because you wear that on your face and it's so hard to cover up, especially if you have, you know, acne on your face, not even just body acne, that's a little bit easier to cover up. But like I get why people go on it because they've tried everything in the books, so they think they have. Um, and yeah, I, I understand that it's difficult, but just going through that list of things, like that's really scary. And my mom and I went on it around, you know, during that same time. I was young, but she said my behavior was odd. I wasn't myself. And my mom said it triggered her anxiety. My mom has dealt with anxiety her entire life. And she was honestly at a really good place with her anxiety when we went on it. She's just been someone that's taken medication every single day. She has panic disorder, all this stuff. So it really ignited that. And her mental health was just never the same after getting off of it. And we were only on it for three months. So Accutane is supposed to be a last resort pill, like I mentioned. But it was the first option option for this dermatologist. And he put me on it immediately. And that was just like another red flag. So after literally doing everything and seeing so many different doctors and dermatologists... Not once did a dermatologist ask me about my diet or lifestyle. Maybe like alcohol consumption, but we did not dive into like eating well, environment, toxins, all that stuff. And now looking back, like it's just so interesting that doctors are educated on that. Like they really are there to write a prescription at least many of them. I know some doctors do have a holistic approach and focus on all areas of life, but this is why I stand by holistic health because you have to look at every area of your life. 
It's so important. With any issue that you're facing, acne, gut health, hormone health, like all of it, you have to begin to look at every area of your life and just say, how is this impacting my health right now? And so I became super curious and started just diving into ways I could help heal my skin. And I really recommend looking at your diet. The common thread in a lot of these skin issues is inflammation. So choosing to remove inflammatory foods, which include foods like processed foods, sugar, refined grains, dairy for some people, and gluten for some people. I suggest looking at what your allergies and intolerances are because that's going to cause some inflammation. You could could be getting flare-ups because of that. So look into that. But something that will really help you is an anti-inflammatory diet. And this is going to look like a lot of plants, veggies, fruits, things that are high in antioxidants and fiber. So think leafy greens, broccoli, cauliflower, berries, um, things like healthy fats, avocados, coconut products, nuts, olive oil. And just to to quickly touch on nuts, um, I feel like nut consumption has been something that has been a bit higher. We have a lot of alternative milks and a lot of alternative just products in general. And for me personally, if I eat too many nuts, my skin will break out. Like I remember I was eating almond butter every single day. My forehead broke out and I cut that out and it went away. Raw cashews. Be careful of the raw cashews. They are toxic to the body. Um, And I was eating them a lot and I've never had eczema and eczema broke out all over my arm. It was the weirdest thing. And I narrowed it down. I was like, okay, what was something new that I added into my diet? And it was the raw cashews. I looked into them, found out they were toxic, cut them out, and my eczema went away within days. So begin to like also look at, all right, is there anything new that I introduced into my diet? Is that why my skin's breaking out? And just looking at that. Um, And obviously like alcohol can cause inflammation, too much alcohol. So making sure that you're being mindful of your consumption. Um, Quality complex carbs. So things like potatoes, sweet potatoes, um, brown rice, your, your grains, all that stuff is so good for you. So I know that people think that they have to avoid carbs. There's two different kinds of carbs. There's your refined carbs, which are going to be things like cereals and donuts and all that stuff. And then you have your complex carbs. Your body needs this. You got Your body needs carbs for energy and um, they're loaded with nutrients. So just depending on what you're, what you're eating specifically. Um, quality organic proteins like wild-caught fish, grass-fed beef, lentils, beans. I really believe in getting a good combination of both animal products and plant-based products. If you don't eat animal products at all, that's totally fine. You can get in enough protein. When I was vegan for seven years, I got my blood tested and I was meeting all of my, my protein levels. Like, my protein was fine. Um, So there's this idea that you can't get enough protein if you are plant-based. You can. Um, I personally have included salmon back into my diet for hormone reasons, but salmon is also really great for the skin. It's loaded with healthy fats and omegas. 
make sure you're drinking lots of water. We know water is good for us, but are you actually putting it into practice? Your gut and liver depend on you doing this in order to function well. So speaking of the liver, your liver is responsible for detoxification. The work, the work of detoxifying is primarily done by your liver and your kidneys. The kidneys filter blood, removing waste and extra water to make urine. The liver, on the other hand, converts toxins into harmless substances or ensures that they're excreted from the body. Any toxin you are exposed to, the liver helps clear. Water helps the liver filter and remove all toxins that is that has been absorbed from what we ate, what we ate, drank, inhaled, or put into our skin. So this is why it's really important to make sure that your diet is, you know, really great. You're eating real food. By putting less processed foods loaded with chemicals and toxins, you put less work on your liver. We're exposed to so many toxins. This is honestly just inevitable, but really try to control how many toxins you put in your body and onto your skin. So a general rule of thumb, if you're reading a food label and you don't know an ingredient or how to pronounce it, you honestly shouldn't be putting it in your body. So getting into the next thing that is loaded with toxins are skincare products. It's really important to use quality, real skincare products. And so it's important to note that your skin is the largest organ. I think that we can forget about that. It is our largest organ. We need to protect her. We need to make sure she's 100%. Um, It has a microbiome just like your gut. And we need to be careful that we are we need to be careful with what we're applying to our skin, what we're using to clean it or moisturize it, that it isn't something that's going to strip the skin or kill the good bacteria. Also, make sure that the products aren't full of things like parabens, sulfates, and artificial fragrances that contains who knows what of kind of chemicals. Um... Not only are these things damaging to our skin, but they also absorb into the bloodstream and it can only create more problems for our liver and gut creating more inflammation. So I will link some products in the show notes, but I highly recommend using the app Think Dirty. It's really simple if you're searching for products. So you can search things um, that you're looking for. You can also scan the products in your home and just be mindful of like how many toxins you have in the home our home has more toxins than the outside air so really be careful of what kind of cleaning products that you're using and all that stuff because that's going to you know affect your body and um can cause you know issues outside of acne like hormone issues and all that stuff so look for products that are made of ingredients that you recognize that are naturally sourced, and if you want fragrances, use natural sources for that too. Um, So yeah, Think Dirty is great, and then EWG is also a great app. I know I mentioned a little bit about gut health, but the gut also reflects our skin. So if our gut is not at its best, our skin is going to show that. So making sure that you're supporting your gut, 
eating lots of fermented foods, eating um, lots of whole real foods, cutting back on things that cause inflammation, making sure that you're drinking enough water, like all these things are going to help the gut, therefore going to help your skin. Each system affects one, one another in the body, so it need, we need to make sure that we are doing good things for our gut as well because that's going to reflect our skin. So the next thing is, is acne is information. So stop labeling it as this bad, ugly thing. Instead, look a little bit deeper. Why is this appearing? Acne is stagnant energy that just needs to move. So I've noticed that when I'm not drinking enough water, when I'm not, you know, moving my body or um, doing something like a lymphatic drainage massage or using my gua sha, my skin will break out. So you want to keep things flowing. Think about stagnant water. It just sits there and it becomes gross and just icky. When water is flowing and moving, things are fresh, things are healthy. So same thing with the skin. You want to keep that blood flow moving. You want to be removing that waste out of the body. So um, with the lymphatic system, your lymphatic system is responsible for removing excess weight in the body. And we already naturally do this by sweating, urinating, pooping, But with the lymphatic system, we need to stimulate it to help remove that excess waste. And you can do this not even by just like a massage, but walking, exercise, jumping on a trampoline. That's going to help. Um, But I like the idea of just giving yourself a lymphatic drainage massage or, you know, you can see a massage therapist for this. You can use a dry brush, dry paddle. You can use your hands. You can use a gua sha on your face. You can use a body gua sha. So this is really what is going to help a lot. And I have noticed such a big difference. I know the like lymphatic system and lymphatic drainage massages are trending, but this isn't just a trend. Like This is necessary and great for your health. Um, so you have to basically with a lymphatic drainage massage, you have to open up your main nodes and prepare the body for, drain- for drainage. There's many videos online on how to do this. I really like Detox by Rebecca. She has some great tutorials. Della Hart has some really great tutorials for their their dry paddle, all of that stuff. So um, I would look into just some videos on how to do that. And you can even see a massage therapist, which it's going to, that's going to be the best in my opinion, but it can be expensive. So I don't want people to feel like they have to spend all this money. I know being in the wellness space, it's like you have to have the gua sha, you have to have the dry brush, you have to have the have the paddle, you have to have you have to get that massage weekly and like all that stuff. And like that's just all fluff. Like you can manually do this with your hands. So I don't want you to feel like you have to spend hundreds and hundreds of dollars just to achieve this. Um, and lymph the and using doing something like a lymphatic drainage massage is also going to help your immune system. It's going to help with your gut health, all that stuff. So not only is this going to help with your skin, it's going to help with so many other things. But speaking of breakouts, I want you to look a little bit deeper and understand your breakout. Are you breaking out around your jaw or your chin? This could be linked to a hormone imbalance. Cheeks. Are you cleaning your phone enough? Are you touching your face a lot? Are old makeup brushes going on your face? 
forehead and eyebrow? Is this your digestive system? Are you eating something that doesn't agree with you? Have you been eating more greasy foods? Are you drinking more alcohol? I look into face mapping. I found it to be super helpful. There's not like too much scientific evidence around it. Um, I did do some research and there have been studies to show that, you know, jaw and chin is linked to hormones. Um, Cheeks and stuff is linked to um, just like dirtiness. So your phone, touching your hands with your face. Um, I mean, using your hands to touch your face, dirty pillows, all that stuff. So I don't know. I'm a big fan of Chinese medicine and I found it to be really true and in alignment with me. So yeah, just look into it, see if it resonates. I feel like face mapping has really helped out a lot. Another kind of just unpopular beauty hack is working through your inner demons, your deepest traumas and fears, things that have been holding that you've been holding on to. I swear the more inner work that I do, the glowier I look. Like when I am <laughs> in the thick of my like healing journey, this is gonna go up and down all the time when I'm actually putting in the work and working through things and feeling and releasing. People are like, girl, like what's going on? Like what skincare products are you using? I'm like, sis, it's not the products. It's doing the inner work. So we know that you literally wear stress on your body. You see stress on your face. Stress makes you age. So imagine what all the other emotions are doing to your body. Fear, shame, guilt, embarrassment. All of these things carry dense energy. And I don't want you to like look at this as bad. Like these things aren't bad. Duality exists. You know, there's darkness, there's lightness. There's feminine, there's masculine. There's night, there's day. There's the sun, there's moon. And then there's light and darkness within us. We have these lighter emotions and then we have these heavier emotions. So I want you to figure out like what is weighing down on you and how is it affecting you? So this is why I'm a big fan of shadow work. Shadow work really allows you to work through these deeper things that we are battling. And a lot of this is subconscious. Like we're not conscious and actively thinking about all the fears and you know, all the shame and guilt and embarrassment that we carry. However, this can appear in many forms. So this can manifest into issues. Stubborn weight. Your body is holding on to emotions. Your body is holding on to something. Um, excess weight. Your body wants to feel safe. That's your body. That's your body's way of making you feel safe. Acne. Stagnant energy. So you need to move this energy out of your body. And this looks like facing your inner demons, feeling and releasing. So journaling, meditating, crying, expressing yourself, just really like being soft and compassionate with yourself and being there like how you would be with a like before like if you were to show up for a best friend during a hard time like do the same thing for you and I know that doing the work can feel icky and rough in the moment but the glow after is unmatched no product can make you glow that much like think about the happiest people you know like genuinely happy there is this glow that they have so Acne is holistic. We have to look at the whole self. 
So maybe you're someone who eats well, drinks water, and uses great products on your skin, but there's something deeper that you need to work through. It could also be something as simple as self-talk. And again, I feel like this is another unpopular opinion, but like the more that you look at your acne and call it ugly and call it bad and less that you look at it as information and like this thing that you can learn from, the more that it's going to grow and create. Like I find that when I hyper fixate on anything, if it's like my skin's breaking out, if my gut's off, if like like whatever, like I'm having a bad day and I'm just like hyper fixating on that, the issue just grows. So be mindful of how you speak to your skin. Do you treat it with love and compassion or are you mean to it? So really try to be kind to your acne and tell it kind things. I'm a big fan of affirmations. And if you think this is silly and weird, like, so what? Like, you literally have nothing to lose by being kind to yourself and being kind to your acne. And, you know, if it works, amazing. Um, there's really nothing that you can lose. And I just find per- I've just found personally that this has really helped and has just changed the relationship with myself. I'm kinder to myself. So um, let's talk about the sun. I feel like this is a controversial topic. We've been taught that we need to fear the sun and we need to stay out of it and we constantly need to cover up. And yes, I agree. Too much sun can be damaging to our skin. I'm not saying you need to bake in the sun for hours. I don't recommend that, even if you're wearing sunscreen. It's just not healthy. But really try to aim to get 30 minutes of direct sunlight. My skin is the best in the warmer months because of the sun. So make sure you get like a mineral-based sunscreen. Again, you can go on Think Dirty, find one that works. Um, Many drugstore sunscreens are loaded with chemicals and toxins, which is ironic because it's supposed to protect you, but... Now you're just putting this product on your skin and it's baking into you. So a mineral-based sunscreen that I really like for my face, it's like a really nice like tan, pinkish tint so it doesn't leave like an overcast, um, is by the brand Verst. They have a really great mineral-based face sunscreen. I think that the sun can be really, really healing. And nothing beats a nice day at the beach, swimming in the ocean, My skin is the softest and full of life after the salt water and the sunshine. This is a big reason why I cannot leave Southern California. Like, I just can't do it. I can't live somewhere that is just, like, cold, not near the water. I need that sunshine. Another thing is sleep. We all know sleep is important, but are you practicing it? Skin makes new collagen when you sleep, which prevents sagging. So more collagen means skin is plumper and less likely to wrinkle. Only getting five hours at night can lead to twice as many fine lines as sleeping seven hours would. So get your sleep. As we get older, our collagen production does slow down. So that's why a lot of people, um, like their skin gets thinner as they get older. It's just a collagen thing. Um... So I, well, not even just a collagen thing. There's like multiple reasons why your skin gets thin and saggy. So I would say collagen can just definitely really help with this. So making sure that you're getting enough sleep and try taking a supplement. I forget the brand that I take. I'll add it in the show notes, but I take a vegan collagen. I don't take an animal-based collagen and I like the vegan collagen. I've noticed a really great difference. So 
It's really easy. You could add the powder into your coffee, into a smoothie. You can take a capsule, like whatever is going to work best for you. Um, okay, now I'm just going to go through some skincare, skincare staples that I love. So first thing, when I wake up, I rinse my face with cold water. This helps reduce puffiness and tight pores. I love my ice roll in the morning. She's incredible. Just cold water exposure in general is just really great for your skin. I love cold, cold water showers. I love ice baths. And I'm making this sound really easy. It's, it's difficult. It really builds a lot of resilience, but it also is so good for your skin. Like my skin looks alive after. Another thing that I love is my gua sha. It's great for lymphatic drainage and face sculpting. I also use my gua sha like on my body if I have any tension anywhere. So it's not even just great for the for the face. It's multi-purpose. We love that. Um, as far as products, I am a big fan of Laurel Skin. Their products are simple and real. They really have changed my skin a lot and yeah, I love their cleanser, their serums are incredible, their face mists, all that stuff, their exfoliants. So I'll list some of my favorite products down below. Osea or Osea Hyaluronic Serum. Sea Serum has changed my life. It keeps my skin looking hydrated and plumped. I'm obsessed with this product. Another thing is plant foods. So Things that are just green as well, like getting your greens in. Just loaded fruits and vegetables are loaded with vitamins and minerals. Your body needs micronutrients. This can help reduce inflammation and promote skin structural support. So if you don't like veggies or want to ease into them, try cold press juices. Emphasis on the cold press. Cold press is the best. That's what you want to be getting. And try to make sure there is no sugar in there. Um... If you feel like it's too bitter for you at green juice, get some ginger and lemon in there. That will kind of help dilute that bitterness. Add veggies into your food. So you can really sneak spinach into your smoothies. You can't taste it. You can sneak veggies into your sauces. You can't taste it. So there's really like a lot of great ways to sneak veggies in if you're just like not a big fan of them. But I love vegetables. You need to begin building a better relationship with vegetables because it just helps with everything um you can also drink like a greens powder like ag1 or zoller i think those are both great brands zaler or zoller i don't know um i love greens powders so i try to get as much greens in as i can um another thing is i keep my skin hydrated i think many traditional skincare products like dry you out it dries out your skin to dry out your acne to like kill that bacteria but it's just not good for your skin. So if you actually like dry out your skin, I notice when I dry out my skin a lot, your your skin's trying to produce more oil. So your skin is going to get oil, oilier. Um, and yeah, it's just stripping away those natural oils and and stuff for your skin. So I'm a big fan of serums. I love serums. I am always rubbing them on my face. Well, not always, like after every time I wash, dry skin just doesn't feel good. It's itchy. It's not cute. So keep your skin hydrated. Um, I don't wash my face every single morning. I only wash my face at night and after a workout just to prevent my skin 
from becoming oilier. I don't want to strip away those natural oils. So I only wash my face at night. Um, and like I mentioned, after a workout, so my skin doesn't break out from the sweat because I do have a very sensitive skin. If I don't shower after a workout, I will literally break out. Um, other ways to keep your skin hydrated, I already mentioned water, but hydrating foods like cucumber, watermelon, celery, um, lettuce, exfoliate. I love to exfoliate my skin once a week, my face and my body. We cannot forget about body care. I feel like she is overlooked. We need to look at the body. Um, again, your skin is your biggest organ. It's not just your face, but your skin everywhere. So we need to be taking care of that. I love Osea, like body scrub. That's really great. Um, for face, I like Laurel Skin. They have a really good like almond rose exfoliant, which I really like. But again, I'll link all that down below. And then as far as body oils and body creams, Kukui Nut Oil is a fave. And then I also like Osea or Osea. I don't know how to pronounce it. I keep messing it up, so I'm sorry. Um, and they have really good like body creams, like body butters and oils as well. So that's what I use for my body to keep everything looking youthful and hydrated. So that's it for today's episode. I hope that you enjoyed this. I know it was a little bit longer than my usual episodes. I can talk about skin so much. Like I could probably even do a part two. If you like this episode, please share it with a friend, share it on your story, message me any anything that you thought was interesting or anything else that you do for your skin. I love learning more about skin. Again, like I'm not here to say I'm a skin expert, so um, I would love to learn more from you if you have any like tips and insight. Um, and yeah, thanks so much for listening and I will talk to you next Tuesday.